This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We're holding here, and it's, it's uh, page 621. It's Pasha Zion, Pasha Lamed Zion. Zos Torah for Olol he starts with Olam finished with Shlam. So he says, I understand that Hikdim Oila Kimishpotai. Now Ola is totally Fakarish Baruch, it's, it's, it's in effect, so to speak, become solely spiritual. Why is the Chsima the end with Shlamim? And usually the end is considered to be as significant as the beginning. You know, it's like the beginning of, of, of something, the end of something are the main points of it. Shalom is that which preserves the world and allows the world to continue. It's obviously reflected in the fact that we say Sim Shalom um, as our final bracha. Um, they're called Shalom because they create Shalom in the world. Um, the Shem Hashem was Nimchan, uh, uh, had his name erased by a Sota. The purpose of Sota was to alleviate um, the man's suspicions about his wife. Hakash Baruch allowed his name to be erased in order to do that. And because Solomon is such an important leader, they, um, you know, they, that's how we signed off on Shmonesu. So, um, makes peace uh, up there. Let's explain just a minute or two so that we don't say, what, what does it mean we need a Kaddish Baruch to make peace up in Shemayim? I mean, first of all, the um, if angels don't have any Tzahara and they are um, all wonderful, why why would angels be bopping each other over the head and saying not unkind things about each other? Hard to imagine. Um, also, Kaddish Baruch is the one who created angels, so at least Human beings, because Baruch created, um, created us with a Sahara so that we work on it, we earn our own way. So I understand that makes sense, but it doesn't make sense in terms of Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu about Malachim. Malachim was supposed to be good and fine. So what's the point of it? So I think the pshat like this: Shalom is. The overall framework that allows each piece to find its place and the place that is reserved for it, it only. Um, let's give an example. Let's take a, let's take an example. Let's say I have a factory and I have many different people working on assembly line, and I've created a system that's not terribly efficient. I'm going to have situations where two people are doing the same thing and or getting in each other's ways and so, so forget it's, it has nothing to do with them fighting each other or, or, or being angry at each other 
it's each person have an exact spot that you know it fits in and and that that creates an interaction of the whole that is really one it's just like in a person's own body if parts of his body begin to collide with other parts you get let's say autoimmune diseases and they're terrible because the pieces haven't figured out what's their domain what's not their domain so what we're talking about in Shemayim and Malachim since each Malach has a different mission and each one takes care of something else there could be um, there could be cases there would be cases where their function would interfere with each other so we're not talking about um, machlokis in the sense of you know kind of personal spite it, it just it would mean that different anhogis um, contradict each other and therefore Akadosh Baruch created Sholem which is an overarching framework that allows for each and every one to find his uh, place to function uh, and that's why it's at the end it's sort of the chasima because it's once I have all the pieces so I've hired all the pieces all the people I need for the for the plant I now need to make sure that each one slot I need to create a structure that will allow each one to function to full capacity without intruding on someone else okay the next one is another Avena Bechaya and he is now focused on the same passage on the word Zos HaTorah the Dorsh Razal Zos HaTorah Olo Lemincha Lachadus Laosha Medayimah Vekola Osek Pashas Olo Kilahikav Olo in other words, Chazal used the Pasik of Zos HaTorah to tell me that learning about all these things is if you did an Ola, Pashas Mincha Kilikav Mincha, Pashas Chatas Kilikav Chatas. So if you learn about Kabbanis, if you did the Kabbanis. The Inyan, Shumizbonim Biarpashal Ezin Yeromezes. What a person is looking for is to find in each Pasha what is it that, um, okay, what is it. That that pass is Miramis to. Who may toyach kach is galu any sichloi via vina and flaws and toys a cabanis. Ubaze yestadu yosubikim atar mitzvah yavanois and mcholon kilik of carbon. So he says, um, when it says that if a person is osik and learns psuki carbonis, um, it's talking about thinking, contemplating about what each carbon means. A chat is a certain type of shortcoming, an ashram is a certain type of shortcoming. An Ola, a Shlomim, is a certain desire to come closer. We're trying to learn from these things. What, what are they teaching us? And, and that will spur you to do other things, to, to, to do other mitzvahs um, the way they should be done. Which can't mean just to, to say, the, say the words. For instance, it says that if you say Ashrei three times a day, you, you get to Olam Haba. It doesn't mean, I mean, saying Ashrei is, is, is not very difficult task. I mean, you can't say Olam Haba depends on saying Ashrei. HaKavana is, If you think in and understand what the Psukim are teaching you, Oz Yaakov V'yatkin Niflos Timdeim, You'll then understand the flaws of Boros. His heart will become strengthened with Emunah. And thereby, he will get Olam Haba. 
That's why Chazal will misakin, that was to say Ezim Akoman every day, to think about it. When they read it, um, it's as if you're mad. Now, this area of Chaya is so important, I think, today, because people keep coming up with new and wonderful schools. And read this and say this and read this from our class and say this from here and do this and do that. So whatever whatever we're obligated to do, um, we're obligated to do. And there's no if, ands, and buts. A person can't uh, shortchange the davening itself and say, well, I'll, I'll read some choice psalms today instead because I'm more in the mood for it. Obligation is obligation. But anything that's not obligatory, you need to ask yourself, um, what am I, what is it awakening in me? For a person to say Pirkei Shira every day, it becomes just another burden of, of, of saying something. <coughs> What's the point of it? I mean, there, there's a there's a halacha and this halacha, I think, is um, it's, it's widely disregarded, and, but but I think it covers this entire area. It says, Tov me'ati kavana, me'harbi lo kavana. It's better to say a little bit with kavana than to say a lot without kavana. Um, so when we're talking about things we're obligated, we're obligated. Tough luck. You have to say it, and you have to try to do the best as much kavana as you can. But the, everything else, the karbanis and the and the tehillim, the pirkei shira, and, and all the other wonderful things that are listed, they're all meant just as a stepping stone to thinking about something, to, to getting into something, to, to Become uplifted, and usually these things are um, become counterproductive because the more you say, and the more it becomes under you say always, the less um, the less you have kavana, and the more it becomes a burden. There's also another point which I think is important to bear in mind. Um, just uh, there was a tremendous reluctance of Al Gedolim to to make any substantial changes to davening um, in both directions. In other words, davening is davening. The davening we have Masuda from way back when, and that's the davening that's ours. The Vilna Gaon, for instance, was Makpid not to say all sorts of mismorim, like Devatim Orim and so on, because adding things is wrong when it becomes a permanent tradition. When you add things and you um, and you have a um, uh, and, and and it becomes part of it. So if you say tilum occasionally, fine. But then if you make it permanent part of it, same thing with shira, same with nishma, all of those things. Um, there's there's a cloud, and this is something also that I think um, we don't we don't apply this cloud enough. I guess out of desire to be super firm. Um, you you have let's say nishmas. A person says there's you know that's 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 a shula to say when something very special good happens, and you go to and you say nishmas of chasot or say nishmas chasot kosol whatever. Now um, this is something that is meant to be on an extraordinary occasion. The um, then someone comes to you and says you know. Um, you, you're, you're, you're doing terribly wrong because the fact that you woke up this morning 
you take it for granted. The fact that 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 your kids are are, are still from you take that for granted. The fact that you didn't get fired from job you take it for granted. It's all kind of brach. It's all missing. We say a nisachet from every day we have a nace. So if you'd really really be a big very from person, you would say nishmas every day. You would say this every day. You say that every day, and so on. The, the flaw with that. So first of all, you know it's, it's very hard when somebody did just to be more from. Very hard to counter that argument. We we tend to not go with that. But worse than that is, it's the opposite. Chazal say that if a person says halal every day, he's a machari from a gali. And the reason is because we we need a Baruch Hu does nisim galuyim for the purpose of of distinguishing between a neskal and a nesnister by treating everything alike. You're downgrading the extraordinary moment. It's like somebody says, um, uh, "Let's say joke in my days." Somebody, a hippie, asked his friend if she loves him, and she said, "Of course, I love everybody." You know, if, if you love everybody, you don't. You, 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 then you don't have any special love for your husband. If um, you know, somebody says, "I treat everybody like my parents," that sounds nice. Well, I guess <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll, leave, we'll, we'll leave that up for every for everybody to decide on his own. But it sounds very, very nice. But the, the, the same sentence is logically equivalent to I treat my parents like everybody else, um, which is not good. A parent is special. And there are things I'll do for my parents that I'll not do for, the, for, for, for anyone else in the world. And there are things I'll do for my brothers and sisters I wouldn't do for somebody else. And there are things I'll do for everybody. And there's, it, it, doing, taking these special moments and being meyachedit is very important. Okay, let's see page 622. It says, again, it's Rabbeinu Bechaya. It says that, Let's say HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mitzav the Novi castigates Chalisol and says, you know, I never told you to bring Kabbanis. Why is it you... The Novi is very frustrated with Chalisol. That Chalisol um, brings Kabbanis with the lore and does called Avasa. He said, I never spoke to them about it. Why are you bringing them? What does it mean? It says a Pasuk here. Abel Inyan. It is a pasuk that that talks of, that was mitzvah kabbanis. Kabbanis are an important uh, um, antidote, or uh, what's the right word for it, an important salve in the in the in the arts in, in our medical. Uh, for, um, it's a, a cure, it's a heal. Um, the uh, wrongdoing the person has done. The person has sinned. Everyone at some point does wrong. Being able to bring a carbon allows you to heal it. And that's why Akadosh Baruch Hu gave us a Mr. Karbonis, and it's interesting, the Dayenu, when we say Dayenu, we speak of the wonderful thing that Kodesh Baruch did, so it goes and it comes out of Mitzrayim, gave us, he killed the Abkharis, brought us to, so on and so forth, brought us to, 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 
to Israel, gave us the Beis Hamikdash, where we can bring Korbanos to be Mechaper and Haveris. Now, to bring Korbanos to Haveris means we've created a system that allows us to pick up after failing. The fact that Akash Baruch gave us wonderful Torah mitzvahs to grow and to become big and 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 and, and earn all the is fantastic, but if there's no margin for error and there's no back for error, the question is when we'll fail, not if we'll fail. So so therefore, Karbanis are certainly an extraordinary gift from Akash Baruch Hu, and certainly a tzivu from Akash Baruch Hu, and allows us to be miskaven averis. The omnam, however, ritzonu hu shenishem bekol ovul nechto and karbanis. Um, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted us more than anything else to obey him so that we don't need Karbanis for us to bring Karbanis and not obey him he never ever commanded us Karbanis like that that's what he said I, never, I, don't, I don't want Karbanis as Karbanis don't do me a favor you do everything that you want and you ship me off some 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 beef steak. I don't need the beef And that's what and that's what Shmuel Novi told Shaul. And that's what Yemiyah says. I I didn't tell them Karbanis. I told them I want you to obey me. Yes, Karbanis is a tool in 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 in, in obeying Hashem Baruch Hu. But that's what I want mainly. If the Balakarb is willing, in other words, he's bringing a carbon in order to from now on I'll obey Hashem Baruch Hu. Well, Karbanim Marutza Mekubel because Baruch Hu likes that carbon. Kukinah shekasa v'izal techto imul vatchem v'samach lezivchu zivchet tzedek. he said, and Yeshaya, when he, when he castigates all these people, he says, You're bringing me oxen slaughtered, makeish, and uh, you're killing people, killing people. You're bringing a, a sheep, but Erev Kelev, it's as if, as, as far as I'm concerned, as if you'd be beheading a dog. Mala mincha dam and so on. Um, so basically, the Navi is saying that if you bring a carbon with the wrong intentions, or with no intention of Kosh Baruch Hu, you are, um, you are doing something terribly wrong. So the Rebbe says, Karbanis are um, an either or situation. Um, if a person uses a carbon in conjunction with an attitude that's going to be obeying a Kaddish Baruch Hu, then a carbon becomes the way back to Hashem. If he does it, in, in other words, as if a guy is, he's, he's doing things that make him sick, but he keeps taking medication, that's much worse. 
for us to use Karbanis, when we, when, we, when we take Karbanis with no intention of using this for and you know, a, a person who contributes lots of stuff to buy beautiful things for shul, donates wonderful things, but all of it is sort of with the intention of not not personal Sanat Baruch Hu, Shalmis falls in this category. It's something that the person is using as a way away from Akash Baruch Hu, rather to Akash Baruch Hu. Okay, so hold it up.